everyone. It's the R&B show. Anyone? Can you? Anyone? Anyone? Dig it. Can you dig it? And now, here is Arguello, Arguello, Christofferson, Christofferson. It's Ricardo and Brett. Now, is that supposed to be your Bueller? That's my Bueller. Okay. I, 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 thought, I thought the show was over already. Thought, yeah, that was the longest intro ever. I thought Rosie forgot what he was saying there for a second. <laughs> but uh, it must be the cabana where you're wearing there, Rosie. It wasn't I think so. Shorts on. I think so. Rosie, yeah. you're, you're wear, all you do is wear shorts nowadays. I know. I, should I like run in front here and you should. everybody? I is that, mean, is right that the now. new? Is that the new office dress code? Is that is that okay? I don't know. Well, it's so hot in here. It you have to be comfortable. Not in here, but in yeah. your work atmosphere. So I figured, why it, not? It's hot outside, but inside I've got the space heater going because it's a little, <laughs> little crisp uh, when that air conditioning is going. I mean, well, I thank goodness that. it's going, though, because I've been here on days where it hasn't worked or there's been some sort of problem, and, and, and you're in here, and it's, it's, it's sweltering a little bit, yeah. which doesn't help if you're how – I, how do I say this? If you're a hairier man, let's ah, just say that doesn't go. help at all uh, in that case. But, hey, welcome to the R&B yeah. show. Well, hey, Episo- the- wait, wait, wait. Let me Uh-oh. do this. Oh. Episode number 37 of the only podcast dedicated to high school sports in the Fox Valley. I'm your co-host, Ricardo Arguello. Sitting alongside with me is Breck Christofferson, both of USA Today Network Wisconsin. Now don't forget about Rosie over there, Jim Rosedick, the master of disaster, also part of USA Today Network Wisconsin. And you were saying what, Rosie? I was saying the uh, the people who you know are in charge have seen me in shorts and haven't said anything so well hey easy not that i'm a trendsetter here or anything you know maybe because i don't you know people never see me so except in that little window in the lower left hand corner do people never see you what are you john cena i am yeah you can't see me how come you call him the master of disaster that's apollo creed remember we're rolling through nicknames and i I gave him a whole bunch of them i just like that one for some reason but he doesn't there are no disasters when he's involved in everything he's not yet <laughs> although although our live stream machine uh, was yeah. was acting up again last yeah. night. Oh man, fingers <laughs> the, crossed. The, the overheat message oh, did, did again, huh? Did it again? Yeah. And Gonna have to get a new one. It brought up this really funky grid <laughs> too. Tried. I was like, "What is this? I've never seen this." Before. A funky was, grid? Was it like Tron? You're, no, it was giving me like all kinds of okay. readings on temperatures. I've never <laughs> yeah. seen it before. I'm like, "What is this?" It starts to smolder a little bit. <laughs> yeah. We were doing a we were doing a political debate up at UW Green Bay last night, Rosie and I, yep. and uh, Rosie afterwards said. Well, that overheat message came up, and there was some weird grid that showed up as well. <laughs> no. I got a roundtable show later yeah, tonight. Yeah, can we get through a couple more weeks okay. before we, we kind of shut her down a little bit? But we might have to beg and plead to get a new machine. We're yeah. pretty pleased with sugar on it. Hopefully, maybe that well, Hopefully, that, that, that is the case because I think we do need a new machine. But a uh, couple of topics that we're going to head on uh, here is a second-to-last show, by the way. That's another some more news I've... I'm going to let out of the bag next week as the final show of the season. That would be episode number 38, Brett. What do you think about that? That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of I episodes, a lot of podcasts. I thought we were going to cancel that. Oh, no. Three. Nope, 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 nope. It's uh, 30 minutes of the best week of best time of your life during that week, Brett. <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes here talking with me. Hey, is that yeah. my volume here? Nope, going that's on? mine. Sorry. Oh, okay. Rosie, what are you doing no, over there's there? There's the master of disaster. I heard disaster, right right master there. of disaster. I had to create uh, some disaster. Track preview, uh, WI State track that's starting up uh, this Friday and Saturday. Brett, well, I'm heading down there for work. Brett's heading down there to actually. Uh, to play. To, yeah, the, to watch his uh, son compete. Uh, going to talk about that uh, at length. Uh, first part of the show, softball update. Uh, some big, big, shocking, stunning surprises. 
uh, in the softball world. They're at the sectional level, sectional final level. Level actually starts, I believe, tomorrow is a sectional finals. Uh, I'll update everyone on that. Uh, also, we have some other things to talk about, Brett. Uh, Appleton North has filled their ho the hoops uh, vacancies. Yeah. Interesting yep. uh, uh, who they chose as the girls and boys basketball coach. Um, and then lastly, we'll preview roundtable with special guest Kaden Hofacker of Freedom, Louisa Marks and of Fox Valley Lutheran. They are regulars on the show. They were here last year, both of them actually. So I got them to come back again. Both of them qualified in a lot of events, Brett. Well, you were at, you were at the sectional. I was at Freedom. the sectional, right. What, what did Kaden run? A 10-6-3 or 10-6-3? I know, in the 100. Yes. Wow. Yes, he was flying. He wasn't the only one. There's another kid, and I forgot who it was. Well, there was 10 8. Blahoviak. Blahoviak, uh, yes. Xavier. I thought there were three. The top there three were under three. 11. Yeah, yeah. Unreal. And they were, they were one of only, uh, I, wanna, I have to check the performance sheets. I think they were one of like four or five who ran it, who ran under 10. It was a great running condition. It was hot, humid, but that's flying. And you know what the thing about Caden, it, it's, I'll tell him that when I see him tonight, he makes it look effortless. It doesn't look like he's running that hard. I've never seen. It's crazy. The most, and no, I'm going to touch on this, and when we get to the preview, but what he did, trying to salvage that 1600, I, I, I missed that. I was going was by then. One of the most incredible performances. I, I wish I would have. I wish I would have had that on video, Brett, because it would have been. It would have gone viral, in my opinion. He came from nowhere, just just missed fourth place there, and uh, that was just incredible. But more on that later on in yeah. the show. But uh, to kick off the R&B show again, track preview. We're talking about the ones who did qualify. And, Brett, we had a whole bunch led by Kimberly. They're sending 21 events uh, to the big show. Looking pretty good for a state yeah. team title for uh, the papermakers. Yeah, isn't it? what are they averaging? About 230 points uh, mm. when you look at the average between the regional and the sectional. I got a Twitter spat with somebody about that. Did I? Yeah, somebody was talking about Milwaukee King. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, <laughs> that was after the conference meet, yeah. actually. And I, and I thought, you know, they had scored 240 I, I don't know what he was arguing with In the conference, about, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you don't see that too often around here because the FBA is so good. He goes, well, you must not be down Milwaukee you know, in the King city, depart city watching the Milwaukee girls. I'm like, that's my, my point yeah. is that the, the FBA isn't like the city conference where King and everybody else. It's, no, it's there's a lot of great competition there. And so, so to see them just really – Dominate and like I've never seen before. These are the defending D1 state champs, Brett. They've been better than last year's. And you look at some of the headliners there. What Boyd Dietzen, of course, DJ Stewart, Austin Wallace. I mm -hmm. think in three events, uh, you know, Miles Lawrence is one of the top guys in the pole vault. This is a team that, uh, unless something drastic happens, and I hope I'm not jinxing you, I can't see them not winning that D1 title. No, especially with Cordell Tinch now out of the mix. Yes. with with Bayport. Bayport might have given Kimberly a run, possibly with with. Cordell because what well, Cordell was favored Four. to win uh, both long and triple, and yep. then probably would have placed very high if not won one of the hurdle events. Although that'd have been a great race between. Was he in the high jump too? Uh, he might not have been in the high jump, which I find shocking. Maybe yeah. Well, I thought you had. Well, how does that go? I, I have to go back and look. But he obviously he, you can compete in two field events, right? Yes. He was in the long and triple last year. Um, or it's three running and one field event. I think that's how it goes. Okay. So, something like that. But. Um, Anyway, that's a lot of points taken away from Bayport. You know, t thirty plus points potentially. Right. You take them out of the mix. I, I just, I just don't. I mean, as you know, in track, especially when you get to the state level, depth is huge. We'll talk about the Freedom Boys a little bit and what kind of what they're up against. But Kimberly's got a lot of talent in different spots, a lot of depth, and they're going to score a lot of points. I, I think they're going to run away with it. Yeah, and uh, you know, we're looking at the long. Range for well, not long. I guess it's later this week forecast. It looks to be my, uh, relatively mild 70s. temperatures from what we've seen. Yeah. High seventies, maybe mid mid high seventies. 
Uh, it seems to change though daily. It's obviously very volatile. So it'll be ninety. There. It'll be ninety yeah, plus yeah. on Saturday. By the time we roll in, it'll <laughs> just be raining, pouring the next day. And uh, but that's no, normally how it rolls over there in Lacrosse. But if, if it is, if it is ideal conditions, Brett, I think we're going to see some records mm. fall. And yep. that is always the case when the rec- when the when the when the weather is ideal. You're going to see that happen. With there's some top athletes. I mentioned in my column the top ten things to watch for the boys side. The, the rivalry, not, well, I don't know if it's a rivalry, but the, but the battle that's going to be upcoming between Hofacker and Kenny Bicknerick of Rice Lake. You and I have seen Bicknerick run. The man is a freak of nature. Uh, to watch him run, is, is, it feels like you're watching a future Olympian, Brett, uh, and it's, it, it's incredible to think that these two guys are going to be going head-to-head. Yeah, let me, I'm going to go down to the performance lists here on the WI website and try to find that real quick. Bicknerick comes in 46-6-8 in, yep. in the 400. 46.68. You had Holfacker in the 4 by 4 timed at 46.9, I think, or something in his split. 46.8. 46.8. What's the split? So when, when I heard about Ben Eric's 46.68, I thought that nobody can touch that. Yeah. It would have been interesting to see. That's one thing it would be interesting now to talk to uh, Thane Jones, hindsight being 20-20, now that that 4 by 4 didn't make it. If now he wishes he would have put Colin in that 400, go 1-2, 400 in the long jump instead of the 1-2, 4 by 4 in the long jump. But when you're going, uh, you know, we're talking freedom now, when you go Luke Pingle and Caden Holfacker back-to-back as your hammers yeah. in the 4x4, four four, that's nasty. Yeah. So I can see where he thought they were probably going to win a state title in that event. Uh, that's just unfortunate what happened. But Narek also in the 200, 21-24, Holfacker 21-83. That is close. And then look at the 100, Brett. Uh, they're also both in the 100 dash, I believe, Hofacker with an incredible 10-6-3. Here we are. Yeah, 10-6-3, uh, Bednarik, 10-8-3. Look at this. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I told you there was like five of them five under 11. Five yeah. under 11, the sprinting in Division and two. three, And three of them, or four of them, came, or th- yeah, three of them came from the, the sectional that we were at. Well, uh, Freedom, Xavier, and then the Watoma uh, kid. Watoma kid. And then don't forget about the, that Valder's kid as well. Oh, yeah, He's only a junior. Uh, I don't know how to say his last name, but Elson... Elson Peter. Elson Peter. Michael Jazis, Elson Peter. Something like Ben Ballers. 11.04. And he's Folks, only a junior. That's flying, okay? Because uh, when you look at the, the record, I think it's 10.57. I can't remember. I'm l- trying to remember this offhand. Those guys are within striking distance of the record for the 100 dash. As we all know, I think Caden, his older brother, holds the record in the 200, is it? Uh, I well, we'll double check, but uh, check that out now. We're talking about some records that are going to fall. And that's what I'm talking about. When we, if we can have ideal conditions at the state track, some local kids could break some records uh, th- that we think are, 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 I wouldn't say unreachable, but those are pretty lofty. When you're running a 10 5, hmm. 100 meter dash, that's almost getting to Michael Bennett territory, who ran a 10 3 3 to set the all division record. That is flying, folks. 10 3 3 in the 100 meter dash, but that's one of my uh, 10 things to watch is that battle between Hofacker and Bidnarik. You're right, that uh, state 100 in, in the Division 2. Oh, uh, sure, Demi Amole. Yeah, from, from Dominican. Dominican. I that, remember that kid. That's sure. 15 years ago that was set at a 10-5-7, so that is in danger. Um, and then let's see if we can find that 200 time. I believe the 200 time was still well, Hofacker. 400, Kenny Bidnarik last year yes. set it at 4-6-82, 46-82. And then let me get down to the 200, but... Um, you know, and you went, uh, as I'm scrolling, you know when you get to lacrosse, the times are always just faster down Yo, there. Yeah, of course the they track are. track sure. just runs really well. Usually the weather is conducive. Yeah, Colin Holfacker in the 200, 21-32. That I was said three years ago. very close to that right now. 
Well, uh, the, yeah, these, this is I'm looking at last year's right. results. So yeah, he almost oh, said it. He, yeah, yeah, but Narek al almost said it. Uh, well, he had 21-61 last year. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun watching. There's some some serious star power. When you get to state, you know you've accomplished something, and and uh, you just do what you can at that point, right? Yeah, you know, in in, in my top ten things, uh, we'll just touch on a couple of these before we uh, maybe quickly brush on the girls. Freedom took a big hit, but that 1600 relay team not making it. We, we already know Kimberly is the odds-on favorite to win the D1 title. Freedom, if that 1600 relay team had popped through, they would have had a good chance uh, to possibly win that title. Now it's going to take a Her Herculean effort now. It's going to take a lot of guys going above and beyond. They can still contend. It's going to be tough, okay, but they can still do it. And, and, I, and I think in my scenario, <laughs> Some people are going to have to have extraordinary days, Brett, for them to do that. But uh, who knows? We've seen this happen. Xavier did it last year. They only had three guys score, and they won the D2 title. Yeah, and I remember a couple of years ago, Little Shoe. Little with, Shoe, uh, Parker right. Parker Glodman's had uh, a monster meet, and darn near uh, got Little Shoe a, a team I've title. seen Bonnie Draxler win it by, by herself. herself. So Yeah, you know, uh, th that is unfortunate with the, with the Freedom 4x4. Four four. I think what it, you said, the lead guy uh, blew I, I, It, it might have been the second. It might have been the second, second now that I'm thinking about it. Rice, I can't remember the, the kid's name. He was an alternate because of the domino effect with Brickner not being there. And then um, Devin Baumgart was the Baumgart kid was hurting the regionals. So you know, maybe a little inexperience there. And it was obviously that, that sectional is one of the top sectionals in the state. Yes, uh, to see the poor kid limp, to limp, and he, so far behind, Brett. You have no idea how far they were behind. I thought, oh my goodness, this this is their, this is the cream of the cream. This is the top. This is their top event, mm -hmm. and they're not going to make it to stay. I thought it was gone. No way, they had a chance. You know, Pingo made up a lot of ground, and then when it caught off the Hofecker, they were still, I believe, in last place. I want to say, or maybe one, one from the bottom. To see him make up that ground, it was like a m man among boys watching him. You know, hit that second stretch, go on the straightaway, then come around that corner, and then the final stretch, he almost darn near got them to state, Brett. An incredible effort. Timed at 46.8. I heard one of the assistant coaches wow. saying as he was hugging Caden, he couldn't have done anything more, Brett. Incredible performance. But this is where sometimes you see some true test of character, and even though you don't win, you don't move on to state, to see him put that team on his shoulders and almost get them there was incredible. It was one of the most incredible experiences I've ever is, had. Is he going? Is he following Colin, his brother, to Iowa? I have to check that. Actually, I mean, he's, I he's putting times yes. that might even be better than what, what Colin was running uh, his senior year. But that's another thing, too. Devin Baumgart, out of the 800, he was one of the, one of the top 800 runners there in the sectional. And that's more points taken away from Thane. I know you talked to Thane Jones, the freedom coach. He's definitely disappointed in, in, in how it turned out. I think Catholic Memorial must be the odds-on favorite now yes. to win the team title in Division Two. Don't forget about Monroe; they have a nice program too. A lot of kids. So, but who knows? You know, maybe Colin wins three events, and that's thirty points right there. You, you just unfortunately, he's going to be doing it against Kenny Bigner. Yeah. so they're going to be right. That's why I put Rice Lake as is maybe a team that to, to look for to possibly come away with that title because those two guys would be going head to head. Uh, but yeah, stranger things have happened. Again, we've seen stranger things. One of the most incredible things that I've seen, Brett. When I was at the track meet, a guy coming out of nowhere, Ben Kaczynski, remember the mm -hmm. FBL kid, I forgot what, his, what he came in as a seed. He came in like maybe at 6'5", 6'6", pulls off a 7'1". State record. State record, all divisions, okay? Things can happen at the state meet. Guys can, and girls can just have those kind of efforts where, oh, my goodness, where did this come from? Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, of high jump, Emily Scott in the girls' side real quick. Uh, a defending champion. She's also one of the favorites heading in. The girls, uh, in terms of the team aspects, 
not quite as, there's not really kind of clear-cut favorites there from our area, at least even though Kimberly has had a great, great run, and they could be contending for that, for that title, Brett. But uh, Louisa Markson, who we're going to have on the show, she's qualified in a bunch of events. FPL's she got a nice yeah, girls. They do program. have a very nice girl yep. team, could contend there in D2. That's, a, that's a, a, an Xavier? athlete to watch. Xavier girls, didn't they win Xavier, sectional? Xavier won the sectional. Now it's going to, they have, th their strength, in my opinion, is in the relays. Mm -hmm. They have some strong relay teams, so we'll see how they do. So, yeah. Maybe we will see Xavier and FBL kind of battle it out, possibly for a state title. That would be great. That would make my, my job a lot easier, Brett. It's just a fun event. Uh, you know, you mentioned Kaczynski kind of out coming out of nowhere. That not only – I think he was initially going to go jump at Wisconsin Lutheran, immediately goes to Minnesota. <laughs> right. After that performance, yeah. yeah. Gophers are like, uh, we'll take you over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, come on over, buddy. Jump at the Big Ten level. And remember, he had the back problems. He had yeah. the surgery done on his back. Right, that's right. And then he also then ended up winning the Gatorade State track athlete of the year on the yes. boys side which i remember that year it was, it was a three-person race for the all area post crescent uh, yes. track athlete of the year i think it was seth dockstater freedom parker glottemans of yes. little shoot and then gazinski of fel and, and that made our job we when he got the yeah. athlete of the year for this for the state of wisconsin and then going to minnesota to jump that made it easy but I, I tell you what there's so many good athletes around here we talk about it in, in all sports but man in the track uh, Congratulations to your boy. He's he's heading out there. Uh, yeah. part of a relay team. Eight hundred relay team for a little shoot. Uh, they got in by five one hundred. I saw that. Of a second. You're a proud papa. I saw that. You texted me uh, saying, "Hey, going to state," you know, and and yeah, you're right because again, Ooh. that sectional at close. Freedom, incredible. A lot of great uh, uh, relay teams there. A lot of great athletes there. And to see them pop through, that means a lot because it means more. I think coming out of that sectional. No offense to the other ones. Than it does coming from say out the northwestern part. Yeah, of the state. I agree. It's it's like a mini state meet yeah. there. You know, you've covered that. I've I've seen it many times too, and uh, it's funny because uh, uh, is he excited? Oh yeah, he he was he's running the third leg. Kind of got put in late in the season. There was an injury, and in uh, credit him, he's done a nice job in, in helping. But it's Carter Pennenberg to Noah Miller. You know Noah from basketball sure. to Connor to uh, Adam Hippis, who credit Adam for uh, uh, getting getting it done on the lean because it took e every little little ounce and inch uh, to to get through because uh again five one hundreds was all that separated and then and then that relay from three to seven seven tenths of a second yes it was all very close <laughs> there were some nervous parents let's just say <laughs> yeah. at the finish line although uh, a lot of folks thought that uh adam had gotten it in but i would we've been kind of spoiled you know my oldest has been there sophomore junior senior years now connor gets a chance to run uh, ryan ran and some different relays and it's just cool to be there as, as a dad kind of sit back and take it all in and not going to be able to meet you guys at Big nope. Al's, but um, have a piece of pizza uh, in, my, in my honor. Have several, but it's good for Connor. I know that. I know you. We've talked about this, you know, off camera and stuff like that. And he's worked hard to get to this point, Brett. So it's good to see the hard work pay off. Cool it's thing be a is great that that whole relay team's coming back. They're all yeah, three juniors and a sophomore. Exactly. So it's, so it, it's just good experience just yeah. to get there and maybe uh, build off of it for his, all of the other sports for next season. Good stuff. Again, that's coming out Friday and Saturday. Now follow the Pulse Crescent if you just. Keep on postcrescent.com throughout Friday and Saturday. Our man Dan Cohen is actually going there. He's going to be updating live results. He's taking my – he's pinch he hitting for me. We went to the bullpen went to the righty. That's right. He, he's bringing in. It's Goose Gossage is coming in. No, I, I actually, Dennis Eckersley. I actually get to see, be outside, not not be, like, stuck stuck inside the bowels of the yeah. stadium where it's 20 degrees. <laughs> I get we to keep finally you, We keep you away from the, people, bro. The weather again. Yeah, it's going to be nice <laughs> to, to experience uh, it from the outside. Uh, change. Let's switch uh, switch subjects here. Softball update. Oshkosh North softball. No, it's not a jinx, but they are out. They were our guests last week on the roundtable. They don't like you anymore. Stunning upset. They lose to Fond du Lac, a team Brett that they had beat twenty four to two. We were at the we were at the meet. 
when that when that re- when that score came across, I had to go and tell you, you know, uh, because it was yeah. such a shocking score. Again, twenty-four to two, they had beaten this team earlier this year. We had Sue play on uh, Nevu. The girls were excited. It's one of those things where this is why I hate it. It's so cliche. Why they play the games? Sometimes things like that happen. Hey, they just have an off night. They had an off night. There's nothing you can do. They were the heavy favorites to win the state title. Now my point, my, my question to no. you, Brett, is: No, this was a number one. This was a number one team in the state, a team that they had again beaten twenty-four to two. Have you ever seen an upset of that magnitude? The only one I can think of is a couple years ago. I want to say five or six years ago. Appleton United was like the number one hockey team, and then they lost to Bayport or somebody. Some because we had I'd already booked my. I thought I was going to go to the Alliance, and I was going to be there for you know a couple days. I thought they were for sure going to reach the, the the final. They end up losing. They had some great players on that team too. Papey, I'm trying to remember his name, but uh, that's the only one I can think of, Brett, to, to lose that early. This was not even a sectional. This was a regional. Well, right. That, that's the point. There it was a regional. That early is shocking. Actually. You had come out of the press box at Freedom because I was—I just watched that my son's 800 relay, and only that kind of news would take me out of the happiness. <laughs> of the euphoria. I'm like, what? You, <laughs> what are you talking about, Oshkosh North lost because you came out and said, "Brett, guess what?" But um, was it overconfidence? I—I I don't know. You know, they're high school kids. That's what people seem to forget is you're still dealing with young athletes, young student athletes, 15, 16, 17, 18 years old. They're not professionals. They've got other things going on in their lives, and you got to think that they had pounded Fond du Lac earlier in the year, and they probably thought this is going to be a breeze. We gotta, we're we're going to move on to the next level. And all of a sudden, you know how it goes. It's the fifth inning, and like, holy smokes, we're, we're, in, we're, in, a, we're in a battle here, and, and we're letting this team in it. And now they're starting to believe we might, we might pull this thing off. And we see that in different sports, too. Maybe it was just an accumulation of everything. And it ended up very badly for the Spartans. Let me tell you how shocking this is. This is not not quite to this level, but it would be like Kimberly losing, Kimberly Popo losing, like Oshkosh West. That, like that's in what level it, two. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you would not. Yeah, exactly. A game where they're usually sticking their their subs in in the second quarter, for that to happen. I, I've never seen anything that high. I just gave that one example, but I've never seen so seen an upset like that. Rosie, have you ever seen an upset like that at the no. high school level for an our era? <laughs> no, but he but he has at the nine nine year old uh, <laughs> Pop Warner level. I'm I sure, have. Right? Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, upsets plenty there. But okay. Yeah, I've never. I was shocked. And is Fond du Lac even still? In no, it? Oshkosh West took him out yesterday. Oh, jeez. And you know th- that was the thing. Oshkosh West had to be the happiest team around, yeah. knowing that they didn't have to face uh, their arch rival, Oshkosh North. And they got fond like, and now they're at the the sectional level. There's a sectional. They're a step away from going to state. Oshkosh West, who also, by the way, uh, speaking of one step away from state, uh, don't forget about Appleton North. We've had them on the show. Remember this, Brett? They have a good shot at getting to state. I think th- I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember if they have to play Pulaski uh, check it out in the right championship. Now or in the sectional championship, but uh, they are right there. They They're take on Preble. Preble. So a team, in my opinion, that they can contend with, that they can beat. Appleton North did not expect them, uh, especially because they had struggled a little bit towards the end of the year. Winnicani upset Freedom, one nothing. Wow. That was almost as big of an upset uh, when you look at it because Freedom was really just rolling along. By the way, North and Freedom were my two picks to win. <laughs> well, what, what, I mean, you, you just never know. You never know. Could this be Winnicani's version of the football team from a couple, or of even the the soccer team from last year? Right? Oh yeah. Just kind of yeah. getting on that hot streak yeah, right at the right, right time. Not they, possibly. Winnicani has a has kind of a history of doing that. Hey, got it. Got to root for my Smash Panthers. Yeah, right? my alma well, mater. Well, now they're the they're the de facto uh, you know yeah. 
They're, the, they're, they're the favorites. I don't know how you can – that team is stacked. They have four outstanding pitchers. Mm-hmm. Droner, it's got to be pleased seeing that other day when North was taken out. You know, now that, that kind of opens up uh, their, their, their opportunity there. Oh, by the way, Brilliant is still in it. Courtney Hackbarth, she was a re- recent senior spotlight. And why we get free out there? Always there. And they dropped down a division. They played D3. Brett, they made it to the championship game in D3 last year. They're in D4 this year. They're in, and I actually picked them also to win. So we'll see if they can actually Why make me look good. Why don't you get them on varsity round two? I might sometime. have to, but uh, I think we're running out of spots. Maybe next week if they do uh, win the championship, I'll talk to uh, the Aikies over there and see if we can get them on. But uh, that's see. the update for softball. Surprising, surprising things going down, but we still have four area teams again. Appleton North, Winnicani, Brilliant, Why we go Fremont at the sectional final level. Yeah, and level. you mentioned Appleton North, a four seed. Yeah. Four seed uh, coming in, so I, I, and you know, and I would love to so far. Yeah, I'd love to cover Appleton North. I don't think they've been to that uh, tournament since that year they lost to Kimberly in the final uh, when it, when Claudia Harkey uh, hit that home run late. That I might, I think it's still actually in the air. Uh, that was <laughs> just a, that was a shot over there to Lake Mendota, but uh, yeah. So that's our update on softball. And uh, speaking of Appleton North, some big news. Yes, coming and down I was yesterday. just going to segue into it, How Brett. About that? But uh, yeah, Appleton North hired a couple of new. Coaches for the Appleton North girls defending state champions, Brett. Two-time, uh, what did they lose? Four times last year, and uh, I want to say 52-4. and four. I want to say it was their overall record the last two years. Darren Prozinski, an assistant for them, Brett, mm-hmm. moves into the head coaching role. Uh, I think it was a smart move in that way because now it's, it's kind of seamless. They still return a lot of great players. Yes, they lose Brecky. Yes, they lose Levy. But they still have Shabel. They have Van Wyck, uh, Van Wyck, I'm sorry, and they have some other great players, Brett, that on other if, if they would have been on other teams, would have had some great seasons, Brett, but because their depth is so incredible, uh, they were basically off the bench uh, in that way. So, surprise at Prusinski, I think it was a logical move. I think so. Makes sense. A guy that's had success in the program, you imagine he's going to keep a lot of the uh, the same principles. principles and tenets and all that stuff, uh, I would imagine, at his wrinkle, of course. But I just want to know is he, if he's angry, is he going to make <laughs> the girls grab towels and crawl across <laughs> the floor. <laughs> Pull the Joe Russum, uh, who, by, who, by the way, he resigned uh, following their championship year uh, earlier uh, this year, anyway, uh, to, to take a more expanded role over there at Menasha and kind of work more closely with that district. But uh, I, think, I think they're going to do just fine. As long as you stay there, the girls know what to expect. They, he's been in a coach there for, what, eight years, 2011 to 2018, so they know him. And, uh, you know, He's a guy that I think is going to follow follow that blueprint. And why why would you change anything? There's no reason to change anything. No, keep uh, what right, Rosie. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's right. Uh-huh. Rosie's a coach. Uh-huh. He knows. Uh, Chris Chris Kellett, a name that mm-hmm. we kind of know. Uh, he was over there, at, uh, the interim coach at Lawrence University. Now he is the new Appleton North boys coach. Now you look at Appleton North girls at the top of the summit. Appleton North boys basketball, not so much. Brett uh, really struggled this past year. 0 and 23, 3 and 43. With Jerry Overstreet, the last two years he resigned. Check out their last four, four years, eight and eighty-three. Wow. Eight when you think of Appleton North, you think of outstanding programs in just about every sport, except yeah, except when it comes to boys basketball. Shocking that they have not, I know, at least reached the five hundred level. Uh, it is. We've talked about. It. I've talked about it with parents. They don't have a shortage of athletes. No, and and everybody kind of is is. Is puzzled as what what the heck is going on there at a school that typically has a lot of success, um, nice facilities obviously. Yes. So uh, I think this is a really good situation for Chris. Yes, I do agree. He was doing really good things at Shano before he went to Lawrence. He's a basketball junkie. He's a third grade teacher in the Nina uh, yes. school district. 
but was doing nice things at Shano, uh, building that program up uh, from the ground level, and, and they're winning some games. Was the interim coach at Lawrence University, as you said, men's basketball this past season. Now he's going back to the high school level where there are – he can only go up, right? right. I mean, there are, there are no expectations other than trying to rebuild this program. And I think he's going to thrive in this situation. I think he will be the one that turns us around. He uh, eats, sleeps, and breathes hoops. He's part of that Wisconsin uh, Playground Warriors program. So he's well-versed in the in the AAU circuit, uh, used to being around uh, a lot of high talent. Uh, I just think he's going to do good things at Appleton North. But it's going to take some time. And you know, and it regardless of the sport, if you're at the bottom of the FEA because of how deep it is and, and the talent level it is, regardless of the sport, it takes some time. So hopefully the parents there can give him the time he needs. However... I think his association, his knowledge, he's got name recognition. I think that's probably going to bring some kids out that maybe haven't played as well. So maybe they can, uh, maybe the wins might come a little bit more than what what some folks expect early on. And the FBA, just because of the way they dominated last year, North is going to be down this year. Kakana is going to be down this year. So the FBA as a whole is not going to be as dominant as it was in the last, what, three or four years, Brett? So uh, maybe perhaps this will lead to a couple more wins. Kind of, you, you kind of snowball things a little bit. I agree with you completely, though. I think this is the right guy for the job. You know where to go but up. And parents, give them some time. Got to right? give them some time. I'm looking at you guys, give them some time. I mean, it's 8-83 and 83 the past four seasons. It's going to take some time. I think Kakana, though, is going to be better than, than, than a lot okay. of people think. I, I really Even li- though I they lose McCabe? Yeah, but I, I like a lot of the young talent that, that's okay. coming up, and Mike Shallow is a fantastic head coach. So don't forget about Nina. Kimberly is going to be, be tough as well. As I said, Nina's got some young talent. So um, it'll be interesting to see how Chris does. But, I, again, I was, when I heard – he just fits the FEA profile. He's th- I think that he's a, he's a Nina graduate. He, he was okay. a star athlete at Nina High School. I remember covering him way back when. Shows you my age now, but uh, <laughs> I, I just think that's a good hire, and I think he's going to do a good job uh, with, with North, but give him some time. Wrap, wrapping up here, uh, we talked just talked about Appleton North. Uh, next week is going to be our final show uh, for the podcast, and we're going to try to do a special award show. Where it's not going to be too many uh, categories, Brad, maybe you know seven to eight, uh, but we're going we're gonna kind of to kind of figure out some for this past prep season, Brett. Kind of like awards. The uh, preppies. The preppies. We're going to call them the preppies, and we're going to have a picture of Zach Morris. Uh, <laughs> sitting by the bell. Sitting by, sitting by the bell. <laughs> and uh, we'll, preppies. We'll, we'll hand them out. We'll hand them all out. Uh, to. Uh, I, I don't know. We're, we're thinking of just some, some things, uh, that maybe some categories. Most quotable athlete, perhaps. Uh, something like that. It's going to be really tongue-in-cheek and funny. Or, or, or tempted humor. Don't, don't judge us on that. But, uh, yeah. So I think it's going to be uh, a fun show, Brett, to kind of wrap things up. Put a nice little bow. Uh, on, on our show. How about loudest shirt? We'll give it right there. To yeah, Rosie, Rosie right wins there. that yeah. one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> by, you win it by a country mile there. Most days oh, wearing shorts it. in the office goes to Rosie. <laughs> oh, Mike, Sh- Mike Sherry, though. There, Yeah, Mike Sherry, that's true. Mike Sherry is a short. Doesn't matter if it's 30 below. Nope. He's in shorts. Yeah, the guy is. I'm serious. The guy wears shorts every week uh, during the season. Um, lastly, uh, roundtable uh, th- tonight, actually, 7 o'clock. Special guest, uh, we mentioned it earlier, Caden Hofacker of Freedom. Louisa Marks and the Foxbury Lutheran. So happy to have those two back on here. They were on here last year. Remember, Louisa's a German uh, transfer, oh from, that's ger- a transfer right, from Germany. Yeah. So uh, interesting to talk to her again. Uh, and of course, Caden uh, would love to, uh, you know, we're going to pick his brain a little bit more about that 1600 uh, run that we were just mentioning earlier. Outstanding athlete, humble kid, great kid. I know his brother well. Um, 
and we're going to talk a little bit about that freedom and maybe my scenario there, Brett. Maybe comes I'll from a good apple orchard too. Yeah, good apple cider out there. There you go. I love apple cider. By well. the way, speaks to you know we always talk about the FDA, but speaks to the depth and the quality of the of the Northeastern Conference, particularly when it comes to track. There are a lot of good programs. Oh yeah. On both sides, absolutely, boys and girls. Absolutely. And, Brett, can you believe uh, we're wrapping up here? The, the whole prep season is going to be over in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and what we get, like three weeks off, and then it starts all over again, basically? I mean, what is it? Pr uh, high school football starts August 1st. Can't wait. I mean, by the time we're done, we'll have state baseball. I'll help out with the digital coverage with that because uh, I won't have uh, any offspring playing uh, at, at Fox <laughs> City Stadium. That you know of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confident <laughs> saying that. So, uh, you know, but, but then you're in mid-June, uh, yeah. and then you, I was talking to Rosie, there's there's – some vacation times we got yeah. we got yeah. summers the time we got to burn it up because once august hits we got clubhouse live kicks off again our packer show this starts again brown table our our high school football games yeah. of the week um and we have to take more this summer so we don't short the people basketball games yeah. in december we can't so. we can't have like two weeks to burn in december and we're missing good basketball <laughs> matchups like we did this past year so it, it it goes quickly next thing you know it's gonna be august 1st and we're gonna be thinking where in the heck did summer just go? That's right. Yeah. By the way, for our for our award show next week, uh, Rosie, we we gotta we gotta get you in on this too. So we're gonna have to put our heads together and kind of figure out some uh, again some categories uh, that, that we can award uh, some of these preppies to. Uh, Speaking of sports award show, I'm just gonna oh put, yeah. put a little tease out there. Okay. Our Wisconsin high school sports award show. I thought I was done with it. Thought you were done. We're already starting planning on 2019. Just when it, you it, thought it, you were it, out, it happened yesterday. Back I was just thinking that it's totally gone. I got I got an email already about 2019. I'm like, I, we just finished 2018. I mean, I, do I, you have any news to announce or no? I have. All I'm going to say is we have a, a big announcement coming down the line. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say. All it's, right. it's 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 pretty sizable. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, I think it's a good thing, though. Okay. Yes. All right. Definitely. Maybe by and next week, possibly. It doesn't involve our guest speaker yet, okay. but okay. other big news coming down. Possibly uh, next week. No. Oh. No, I not not till uh, later in the summer. Okay. But, uh, but All right. I, but based on what I've been told, and some of the conversations that I've been uh, maybe we can tease it with. for the first uh, football game of the year. Maybe that'd be nice. But I, I think we have some uh, definitely some some. Some good things coming down as far as uh, the, the Wisconsin High School Sports Award show in 2019. I kind of have a tentative date, and uh, but I'm not going to give that away until everything is officially signed, sealed, and delivered. But, yes, guys, we are already planning the 2019 show. There is no <laughs> rest. There is no rest. Believe hey, it. Hey, want to send some shout-outs here to our faithful uh, listeners, watchers over there on Facebook. Jerry Laundry mm -hmm. here every week. I love the guy. Casey Hasselberg. Thank you, Casey. Hey, he's checking in from Canada, by the way. See that? Oh, Canada. Canada. And Christy Schwister. Hello, Christy. Thank you for watching and tuning in. Again, for all of you who are watching us on Facebook, you, can you, you don't have to even watch us on Facebook. Just go to your iTunes, go to your Stitcher, go to your Google Play, uh, find the R&B show, download it. It could be a podcast delivered to your phone every week, your phone or your tablet. So uh, please check us out that way. But, uh, yeah, that wraps up episode number 37. How, how Play that music, Rosie. How are we doing on uh, that stuff? Are we getting good subscribers? Oh, we're, 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 we're a consistent subscriber. We have a su consistent subscriber base. Hey, you know, my my, uh, my oldest and his wife, they, they listen from the Twin Cities. We love them. Thank you so much. So hello, Ryan and Angie. There you go. Go ahead. Let's show they want to hear it from you. Oh, congratulations, Angie and Ryan. One-year anniversary coming One year. up. There you go. There we go. Basketball first. That is dead oh, center. Man. That wow. was like right down the middle. Man, you're like a Marino. That one's not bad. That was kind of an over-the-shoulder, you know, back, back well, corner. Well, it wasn't pinpoint like Aaron Rodgers, yeah. but it got the job. Well, it was if you were aiming for it. Cabana boy giving you some an analysis there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>